I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're... <laughs> Kim, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that What's wrong with me? Well, how long <laughs> do you have? <laughs> Why do you always screech? <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Because <laughs> I can't look at you. I think that's the problem. Okay. Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the, the ghouls, ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. Yeah. That's us. Singing songs about it. Ow. Gabe's hurt because she has fallen deep, deep down into the caves. She is trapped forever. I got out. In isolation. I'm fine. <laughs> what happened to Gabe? I don't remember so much. I made it out. Okay. Okay. Cool, we move on. Yeah, so, hi, welcome to our episode. This is our 52nd episode, and it is about isolation. Yeah, so my dreams. <laughs> Let's go there. It sounds great. There's no people. Let's no. go. For it. For it. For yeah. it. It's not even my birthday month. We're so hyped. Look at it. All month long, we're going to be uh, talking about isolation in locations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to explore all the ways it kills to be alone. Yeah, we're going to dive in, sink in, <laughs> close doors, blast off away from people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to pretend it's a bad thing to do. No, we're... <laughs> <laughs> it is. To some degree, there are well, some yeah, if bad you overdo things. it, like if you overdo anything. Yeah, if you're anywhere you shouldn't be. Bad things happen to you. Yeah, so if you're in Colombia. No. And you're just like, oh my god, there's a cave here. That's, that's the, the cave. Place. That's the cave that it is. Yeah, so this week <laughs> we're talking about what happens when you're isolated uh, or trapped underground, the, the good green earth. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be there. You want to be on top. You want to be like, hey, what's up? Unless robots have taken over. Or... That it's like that City of Ember movie where the up, mm. up space is bad because pollution or monsters or something. I don't know. Yeah. And you had to go underwater to survive. Not underwater. Underground to survive. Or if it was like Journey to Atlantis and you were in that cool underground world with that's, magic. Yeah. See, exactly. So there's some good parts, but that's not what we're going to talk about because that doesn't seem like what is the in better vain humans with our are podcast. There. The better humans are there. There aren't better humans we're, we're talking about. They're dark elves. There's just bad humans. No, they're dark elves. It's like you're in that realm of Skyrim and you've gone one level too deep and you're like, oh my God, how did I get here? And then you don't know how to leave, but at the same time you're like, well, I had got here somehow. I probably should keep going. And then it's terrifying because they can't see and they react based on sound and they attack you and it's scary. I can't play Skyrim. It's scary. <clears throat> it's basically the descent is the dark elf section where you go underground to the deep, deep caves. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I personally have never, I've only been in like two caves and it was like in the very touristy section of it where it was just like, ooh, look, stalagmites or whatever. And I was like, pretty, okay, bye. And then I left because it was boring. I think spelunking is fun, but only if it's like a place that's already been explored. Yeah. I mean, I went once into a cave. This is the one time. And this is the cave that I've decided is in all the movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> I went to Columbia and my friend's boyfriend, like, ran cave diving expeditions or, like, adventure expeditions. So you would go do wilderness things. Yeah. And one of the things we did is we climbed inside of this cave that was, like, just a giant hole in the ground. No. Um, and you had to, like, rappel down. <clears throat> like on rocks, like rock climbing. Mm -mm. And then you got to the bottom. And it was slippery and dark. And we did not go very far into it because it looked like if you kept going, you would be in the movie. So yeah. you stopped and you went back up. And if you were me, you needed your inhaler. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. twice. Yeah. In the ups and downs of the times. Yeah. I definitely would rather be in a place that's already been explored. Like I don't need to be Lewis or Clark. Like, we already know what happens when you go off the trail. We read about Daughter Party. We told you about it. So, you know, we know what happens when you stray from the path. So I don't think so. Yeah, I just feel like you don't know where you're going or what you're doing. There are things down there, maybe. Maybe there's dark elves. Maybe there's those weird 
creatures that definitely are dark elves that are in the descent and they're just down there and they're hanging out and they're going to eat all your friends. Or... Or you it's just... not even that, but you're just trapped underground and you run out of oxygen or food or just, like, you get stuck. Yeah. It's so many things that could go There's wrong. There's so many. Dumb, dumb. Like, literally, I was reading it. I was like, why does every... What? Who, There's why just does pockets of toxic gas? Yeah. And what if you hit one of those? Stick your Gases head in there. fill the container which they are in. So if you open the gas space, you're just dead now. It fills the container it's in. So you've opened the gas space. It is now filling the container that you're in. You don't have air. You're dead. Yeah. We're going to talk about all the the things that go wrong when you're spelunking where you shouldn't be. We're going to try to do it like smarts instead of how I do it, which is saying random nonsenses in rant form. And then Gabe says them smartly. (laughs) We're going to do what we do every time. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to take over the world. I think it would be really cool um, to like rock climb or like get buff enough that spelunking would be an adventure right like mm-hmm. to be able to hold my own body weight yeah i feel like i feel like that would be cool but at the same time i mean like my arms would be like so cool but like i don't know if i'd actually use it it'd be kind of like a, a waste of i feel like body. we should just get buff for the sake of getting buff so that we can be like sarah connor level fit i don't want to be sarah connor you don't want to be her, but you can be her level of fitness. Okay. She was fitness goals. She was fitness um, goals. <laughs> her arms could She could do pull-ups. She can <laughs> spelunk. She can climb in a cave. Yeah. And but we're not going to go in any caves. She should have gonna... went and got lost in a cave. <laughs> she didn't know she was trying okay, to help the future. I know. But yeah, you know, you just like, I feel like we should get that strong, but then not use it. Unless we have to. Why would we ever have to go down into a cave? Because the world ended. Okay, bye. Let's talk about caves. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Getting some facts. So, Gabe, a yeah. question for you, though, real quick. Mm-hmm. What would you do if we both got trapped in a cave oh, together? Oh, God, it'd be, like, the worst thing ever. You're welcome. If, yeah, if we were trapped in a space, like, we couldn't leave at any point, and, like, one of us just went mad with, like, just being trapped, <laughs> it would be a whole time. Well, I feel like we would probably... It'd be great if we were both mad. Yeah, we just, it's totally fine. <laughs> these are my children, these rocks. whole family now. <laughs> we love oh my God. Yeah, so it'd be like that. But, yeah. um, yeah. Get the rock children first. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would maybe, I would start it as a funny, like, humor, like, to lighten <clears throat> the mood. I'd probably make a lot of uncomfortable jokes just because I was, like, terrified we were going to die. But it'd probably mimic, like, what it would probably be like to be going... And then say, I would say insane stuff, probably. Yeah. And, like, act weird to, like, be weird. Yeah. But then you'd probably be like, is she, going, is she, is she turning into one of the, the Descent this Monsters? Happening. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I definitely kill would me. be trying to, like, get us out of there. And then if I was just convinced that you were lost forever, I'd be like, okay, well. All right, rude. Miss you. No. You, <laughs> I wouldn't be like that. We operate like the Marines. <clears throat> no one gets left behind. What is this, Stitch? Yeah. Ohana means family. Yeah, we don't get left behind. Yeah, also, the Marines do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take you. Yeah, okay. Saving Private Cat. Got it. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, spelunking gone wrong or just like what happens to you when you're in there. But I wanted to start off with like, why don't I just tell you where you shouldn't go? You could go there, but. It says you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> so according to the internet <clears throat> yeah so we watch some videos your life. you can go ahead <laughs> yeah you know if you got cool toned arms and you can handle it but i found well cat found uh a video and then uh <laughs> one of those fun ranker articles where you have to like scroll forever and there's like a million ads on it but it has the nine haunted caves you can explore but you shouldn't cool so i'm just giving the credit where it's due because I don't know what caves, these, I don't know what caves are. I've never caved. Whisper me sweet nothings <laughs> of caves. The cave hotel at the Grand Canyon Caverns. Oh, that's so nice. 
Yeah, it does sound nice. Sounds spooky. Let's go. <laughs> For one, I mean, it says, like, you shouldn't go into these caves, but they, like, made this cave, like, a room. Like, it's a place you can stay. It's got furniture in it. So it's telling you to go. Yeah. It just seems like... Why would they make it a hotel if they didn't want you to stay there? <laughs> so it was uh, originally discovered by Native American tribes. Yeah. But uh, the way that America works, it wasn't discovered, quote unquote, until Walter Peck showed up in 1927. <laughs> and he was like, these are my caves. Oh, look, it, there's evidence that other people were already here. Oh, well, I put my flag <laughs> And here it's mine now. Oh, my my two friends died of the flu. It's cursed. Leave. Everybody leave this cave. It can't be because we don't have proper food or health. <laughs> so so they, we don't totally have vaccines. It's totally haunted. Yeah, it's definitely haunted. So no one's allowed to go there. But if you want to go there, you can. And then the rumor is that you, if you're in there, you might hear like the tribes people drumming and chanting and summoning things some good vibes i guess some some good vibes which honestly you should go doesn't yeah it doesn't seem like a bad thing the bad thing i would say is that it is 850 dollars for two guests that's a lot so (laughs) i'm gonna go with there's like not even kind of a threat that i'll die and yeah no it's not worth it (laughs) yeah um so that's that's our our number nine which is like I give you permission to go there. If you got eight hundred fifty dollars, just burn a hole in your pocket, and you want to hear, like, you want to fall to sleep. You got eight hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I have some other ideas for you. We have a lot of projects here at the Ghouls. Some of them are spooky, like caves. <laughs> if you wanted to send some eight hundred fifty dollars our way, if you want, if you want to give us eight hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> We will spruce up one of our rooms to look like a cave, and you can you sleep can be in there and in hang our out basement. with us. But I mean, if you're like the kind of person that's like, I can't sleep unless I hear the chanting of uh, ancient tribes people um, communicating with the spirit world, then well, this is perfect for you. Yeah, that kind of sound machine thing. Yep, very specific sound machine. You got that, Gabe. You have one of those in your room, right? It's just like a little box, and it's, it's like little... ancient tribes people summoning you good vibes. It. It's like a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Moving on to number eight on our list is the Hellfire Caves. So right away, we're at this thing where there's a name here that's just seems kind of like it tells a story all on its own. It's just like, hey, maybe hell's in there. <laughs> maybe it's... you don't want to go. It's the underworld, maybe. <laughs> There's lots of maybes involved. Um, yeah. But it is suggested that um, it's a doorway to the underworld, if I remember correctly. I think that's a different one. There's more than one. They're all doorways <laughs> to the underworld. There's multiple yeah, no, ones. This one, so this one he is... likes to travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, he wants to get around. Es- essentially, what this was is that it's a cave system that were excavated by this guy, Francis Dashwood, in the mid-1700s. And he was also the co-founder of the Hellfire Club, which is like a secret society uh, aka oh, this cult. Is the, yep, this is mm-hmm. yep, this yeah. is that one. So, so essentially, it's like this cult that had their own special location to do their meetings, or they're like, Jonathan, have you been keeping the checkbook together? And he's like, Yes. Have you summoned the gods? And he's like, Not yet, because they're very finicky. It's like, how many children do we have sacrifice? I don't know. It's all a secret. Somehow we're doing it, and no one knows. I've also heard orgies happened. <clears throat> all right, sign sign me up. No, no, I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> I don't want to go there. But apparently because of that, because of this group that had um, a reputation for uh, having dark rituals, orgies, debauchery, and devil worship. Yeah. Yeah. So because like of, the Vivovich movie. Exactly. But because of that, people think that it is haunted because they brought the evil in it. And even like ghost adventures and ghost hunters have gone in there to see. The next one on the list is the Moaning Cavern, which is what I like to call, you, you know, my, my place. My eyebrows are going up and down. <laughs> Listener. No one wants my to know that game. time. Moaning Cavern. Wink. Wink. Oh, dear God. It's a, it's a sex innuendo. Well, apparently, the Moaning Cavern 
gets this name because you can hear like a creepy moaning sound. It's a bunch of teenagers having sex. Just, just somewhere all in the there. time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is my Mythbusters debunk. But apparently they also have heard like like knocking as if someone's there with a hammer. So people are getting pounded and there's moaning in the moaning cavern. <laughs> So again, this is another sex cult, probably. What's happening in here? What are happening in these? That's why you shouldn't go underground, okay? Because then you're gonna get sucked into a, a magic sex cult. They have something else where they think that there's a mythical leprechaun-like creature known as Tommyknocker. Yo, nice. So even so, even weirder <laughs> because what? But apparently, uh, the these is that mischievous... what the evil leprechaun movies are based on? I don't think so. Okay. But these mischievous cave dwellers are the spirits of those who died in cave-ins and that their knocking warns of imminent collapses. So they're actually kind of nice. That is nice. Like a good one. They're not going to come eat you. Yeah. They're but cool. others say that they're malevolent spirits uh, oh, whose knocking <laughs> actually causes cave-ins. Cool. So there's good ones that are like, like there's a bad one that like knocks and then like, there's a cave-in, and then the other one's like, hey, 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 that guy just made a cave-in. And you, you're like, either we we missed it and the cave-in's happening, or it has happened. But yeah, people say that they saw ghosts in there. And apparently a, a tiger named Chip. A, a tiger? Yeah, like a, a tiger died down there. But you can go there. You can do stuff. There's also the Bell Witch Cave. Which, according to the legend of the Bell Witch, in 1804, a father named a farmer named John Bell moved his wife and kids to farm along the Red River in northern Robertson County. Uh, the property also included a cave, which, known as the Bell Witch Cave, is believed to be haunted by a spirit of a witch. What? Named Bell Kate Witch Cave. Bats. What? Yeah, <laughs> the guy the guy who owned it his last name was Bell, but the witch's name was Kate Bats. Kate. Uh, Bats. Yeah. She apparently had felt wronged because the Bells bought the land and she thought it was hers. Or maybe it was hers. You know, there's a lot of strange things happening. But apparently there's, like, weird animal sightings and, like, weird noises that happen around it. Uh, noises like gnawing, choking, and dragging sounds. And then they got, Excellent. like, violently attacked. By oh. an unseen force. Next one is the Mammoth Cave is is dubbed such because it's massive. It's huge. It's mammoth in size. Excellent. Yeah, but it apparently uh, inspired one of our favorite horror writers. Ooh. H. B. Lovecraft. Oh, nice. And his short or his story, "The Beast in the Cave." Which That's I where mean, they that are. seems that yeah. seems about right. And if he's writing about it, then I probably wouldn't want to be in there. Um, but this is also one of those where um, it was used as a burial ground for Native Americans. So they would, like, bring their people there. So most people are like, it's haunted now because it was a burial ground. Was that the one where the, when the guy was talking about it, he was like, they stayed there for, like, a long, really long time, and then they suddenly decided to leave? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It went on for 2,000 years before they just abruptly <laughs> left. Yeah. They just abandoned the cave. So whatever caused them to flee is unknown, um, but it might have something to do with the plethora of ghost sightings that have occurred over subsequent years. Ooh, ghost sightings. Apparently, though, the cave's air is pretty bad, so it gives you infections and makes you sick anyway. Okay, so that probably makes sense, don't then. go there. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. There's the Chislehurst Caves. Um, in, U in the UK, which cool. are man-made mines uh, that are home to many spirits. And that's kind of, I mean, it's that's just it. like... That's the whole thing. Yeah, no, it's just like, it's uh, different kinds of spirits. Like, people go in there and they say that they hear, like, children laughing. That's very creepy. There's the Cave of Sybil. This is like this weird um, natural formation that they, because of the way that it looks, people think that it is a gateway into the underworld. Um, it is one of the oldest known entrances to hell. I like that it says that. It says it's one of the the known. <laughs> oldest known they've, entrances they've to hell. They they've they, they've went to the underworld and they were like, here it is. Apparently, it's so spooky that even birds won't fly over it. 
Yeah, that is actually kind of creepy. Yeah, because it's like, what do they know? It's it's named after what is believed to be a 700-year-old oracle of the dead priestess Sybil, who guards the gateway. Uh, we have the Wabasha Street Caves, um, which is essentially which like... This doesn't sound scary in the offset. Yeah, it and it's not the word really street in it. Yeah, because it, it's like it's it's man made, and it was so that they can like mine in there. Uh-huh. But then at some point, um, like uh, mobsters or gangsters got in there and were doing their work, and then they all kind of died, probably from gang violence, and now they haunt the place. Cool. So it's like a haunted speakeasy. Apparently, like the if you go to the not a speakeasy a bar next door, there's been there. known uh, sightings that. Like, there's dead ghost people. Cool. Hanging out. There's Robber's Cave in Lincoln, Nebraska. Is this yeah. the one with all the dead people in it? All of them are all the dead people. This is the one where they're, again, Native Americans were hanging out in here. But they did all kinds of, of their, like, traditional practices. So, like, healing. They would talk to animal, like, spirit guides. They use their uh, medicinal and magical things in here. Right, so like they would just practice, um, but this is one where they say that they hear the chants still, and that like the idea is that they're like even dead are still continuing on their practices to keep like the good mojo going for what it is. And I just feel like there's lots of things that can kill you down there that are like either things that are already down there or just your body. Yeah. Or your mind just being like, oh, we're done <laughs> doing what we need to do. Yeah, I don't want to be down here anymore. We're insane now. Or we're dehydrated and dying. Yeah. So, fun facts. <laughs> fun. <laughs> fun. Exciting. So, among the hazards of, you know, going into caves, falling, pockets of toxic gas, getting lost, tumbling rocks, hypothermia, dehydration, or perhaps the most horrifying, getting stuck in the jaws of tight, sharp rocks, slowly succumbing to thirst and hunger in a pitch black grave. Woo! Sounds like the stuff that you just, you don't want to do. That's what I love. It sounds so fun. There are real stories of people getting stuck in caves, which I think there's some like recent ones that are, Mm -hmm. uh, there was the 12 young boys and the soccer coach who got trapped in the Tom Long cave in Yeah, Thailand. there's the Chilean miners. For our listeners, if you were ever trapped in a cave, spelunking or whatever have you, these are the things that you, you need really to know. you have beefed up arms. And you're like monkey bar swinging through like rocks. And you have nothing to lose. Yeah, just don't like accidentally kill your friends. Or get stuck on like a rock and then you're there for 127 hours till you like saw off your own arm. Yeah, so like one, don't go alone. Um, oh, and absolutely. then also like extra tell people where you're going. Yeah. So for starters, in order to do some situation, uh, the first step is assessments. So if you get stuck down there, don't panic. Whatever you do, don't go running around being like, lights this way, and then you fall and trip and then, like, impale yourself or hit your head. Um, Like, stay calm and just, like, try, honestly, to not sweat because sweat apparently could cause hypothermia if you get sweaty enough. Yeah, because then if it's cold. Yeah, because it gets all up in your clothes. Yeah. You well, don't how are you going to sweat? You're exerting so much. You're like sweating. Well, no, the whole thing is that like when you're trying to, if you get trapped, when yeah, you're trying you're to escape, to sit, sit is you're there. supposed to like sit, like leisurely explore if you're gonna. Yeah. And just kind of like try Wait to be cool. Someone. But if you're completely disoriented, lost, or feeling panicky, stay put. And uh, rescuers are more likely than not. If you told them where you're going... Yeah. Instead of flying and saying you were going in a different cave because you want glory or to, like, do whatever, I don't know. Yeah. They'll come look for you. Yeah. Um, and there was actually, uh, I read, like, a nice story about people who got stuck in a cave for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they did get rescued because they did all the stuff that they should have done. They just stayed put and they didn't move around too much, shared water and whatever, and they smelled gross, but they were okay and were mm-hmm. rescued and they went home. Um, and if you're, like, trying to, like, attract rescuers instead of screaming until your voice is all sore and crappy, just take two rocks and smack them together. It's actually easier and clearer to hear. 
Yeah, um, at least go farther. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to scream a bunch. Mm-hmm. You don't want to let the dark elves know you're there. So use rocks. Then they're going to know you're there still. No, the they noise. could just think rocks are falling. But and humans. A staccato rhythm. Humans will know. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what I think these. Is. I think these are suggestions for when you're in caves that don't involve some kind of monster or creature that is like gonna kill you or a person I, what i'm saying is is never rule that possibility yes out. i'm just saying always think with event, monsters in mind in the event that there are no mon- first step one check for monsters well no they don't want you to overexert yourself and you if you find the monsters then they're gonna find you leisurely sneak about they're and if you see you it, way. it's too late. Listen, if there's monsters in there, it's too late anyway. You're going to be exerting yourself n- you nonetheless. Don't know. They might not know you're there. Well, when I start banging rocks together... They won't recognize the rock sounds, Gabe. That's why you're not yelling. You're using the rocks. I've tested and proven this method. That's not I true it. at all. You've true. never been underground with creatures around the corner. While you, you don't know. Rocks. I went to the Columbia Cave. You liar. I'll say it is. Don't lie to our to listeners. prevent monsters. Tap rocks. Yes. <laughs> Get Rock extra tapping. clothes, like put those on because uh, they're better. And you put a plastic bag over your head. Mm-hmm. Like Wait. A- <laughs> <laughs> With a hole in it. Okay. All right. Yeah, you get like a trash bag, but you put a hole in it so you're not suffocating. And you wear it over your clothes that are nice and toasty and warm. To keep and you warm. And it keeps you warm and dry. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's like, why are we going straight to suicide? How are we doing it? We just, we're tapping rocks. I thought we were in a good place. We were so positive. We were wearing extra clothes. You're putting a bag of your head with a you, hole in it. You die. No, no, there's a hole in it. Jump off any cliff you see. No! Stop <laughs> it, sorry. Gabe. The okay. monsters have to kill you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't make it when easy for them. When you're bogged down because you're wearing five layers of clothing and you're just making... That's squish, more layers squish, to chew squish, through. Squish, squish, squish. <laughs> <laughs> you run because You're trash. not running. You're staying put. But if the monster's coming after you, it's like... Because <laughs> of my trash bag. They can't see. You ripple, just be ripple, quiet. Ripple, ripple, and then they just you can't, Any movement you make in a trash bag is noise. Mm. Well, then and they're going to be like, move. what is that? I've never heard then a trash bag before. move, Gabe. <laughs> don't go in caves because clearly you will not survive. <laughs> okay. You think you might know the way out. You can use small bits of fabric or paper or even little rock piles to mark your current location, Blair Witch style. So like in the movie, where they use the lighter to see where the air is blowing. Yeah, because it blows You can it. do that. Like, um, you get a little lighter guy. You open it on it. And you'll be like, oh, I see the wind is going. Or I think you could do where you lick your finger and you put your finger up and you can feel yeah, which way the wind's going. Yeah, but that's going to be going. harder to locate because it could well, be yeah. anywhere. Well, just in case you don't have a lighter. And what if it's one of the toxic gas caverns and you light everyone on fire? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, you know what? It, things we gotta aren't, go. Listen, know. yeah, things aren't looking good for us anyway at that point. You know what? I already put the bag on my head. I'm already on <laughs> my way out. That's not what happened. Just go with okay, it. Okay, so you... Jesus. So you get... <laughs> A lighter, and then you see which way the light goes, and then you walk that way towards the breeze. Because the breeze means air, and the br- air means escape. I'm going to breathe it. No, <laughs> so it means you can get That's out. That's what it means. When you're getting tired, try to avoid laying on a cold rock, because cold rock will make you cold more. <laughs> <laughs> which can lead to hypothermia, let me tell you. The more you know. <laughs> Um, and you want to like stay slow so your heart rate doesn't get too much. It's too much. You're dripping. Uh, maybe you might be able to locate water. Uh, or someone's taking a piss. I don't know. <laughs> Not okay. Water is entirely safe to drink. No. But it's probably full of bacteria. In an extended emergency, say the fact that you're trapped under the ground space. And there are creatures. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm saying that you can go 30 to 40 days without food. Yeah. But you can only go two days without water. Or it's about rough. that. Yeah. So you yeah. definitely need water. If it's going to give you dysentery, I mean, you might just got to chalk it. Um, but also, running water is cleaner than muddy or, like, still water. Yeah. So if you find running water then it's probably not as bad. And if you're going prepared, like sometimes you can bring those like capsule things that you can make Mm -hmm. boil water or like make it not toxic-y. Yeah, if you're prepared to get trapped in rocks. But yeah, so essentially, don't lay on cold rocks. If you hear dripping, (laughs) follow the... Cold rock bad. 
<laughs> the water that's like flowing because that's probably the less toxic version of the water. Cold rock is my new favorite type of music. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my favorite part. It says avoid water with strong odor if you can. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you know what makes water great? When it smells like other stuff like that's not water. You're like, this, uh, you know what I... You know how water's tasteless generally? <laughs> when it really just tastes not okay. When it tastes like literally anything that's not nothing. Yeah, it has a real yeah. smell. It's probably not what you want. But if you are near a cave entrance, also there's like bugs and maybe bats. Nom, nom, nom fish birds to eat but they're probably very hard to catch and you kind of want to save your energy so like food's good yeah you go 30 40 days without that you really yeah. need water more than anything else you just need enough energy to tap some rocks <laughs> and avoid cold ones Now let's talk about those films and game. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. Just diving on in. So if we're talking about underground <laughs> horror films, of course we're going to talk about the cult, cult classic, The Descent. Yeah. Because it's just, it's there. It's what people love. It's the good. The first time I saw it, it was good. I was like, whoa, this is stressful. Yeah. Also, look at all these women murder each other really <laughs> brutally. Yeah. It's like, I remember when the, the trailers came out for it, because it was like, claustrophobia, <clears throat> madness, blah, blah, blah. It was all that. Like, you didn't even know. Like, they did not advertise that there's monsters underground at all. And so it was just like, oh, girls so get you, lost so under you here. think the caves are the scary thing. Yeah, like, you're like just like battling not... with your own senses, and then they're like, what? <laughs> so there are blind elf-like creatures who are eating They're not elf-like. They're human. <laughs> they evolved that way. Telling you. No, they're dark elves. Oh my god. They had okay. elf ears. They did not. They had pointed ears. Yeah, because they're like bats. Dark You're elves. a dark elf. My <laughs> god. Anyway, no, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. For now. Before I put you back in your hole because it's where you belong. Hey. You belong in the I don't soul. go in there. You belong in the Gabe. Alright. I live above ground. Alright. Will the people see me? <laughs> anyway, let me tell you about the descent. It is from 2005. A caving expedition goes horribly wrong. What? As the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators. This is directed by Neil Marshall. Who uh, created a another isolationish type film called Dog Soldiers, but that takes place in the woods and is primarily male characters. And this one is all ladies. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I also watched it, and I concur with that statement. <laughs> yeah. The so essentially, it's these women who are adventure seekers. Like at the beginning, we see them uh, whitewater rafting. Because mm -hmm. they're cool. They did it all by themselves. And the husband's, like, on the shore, like, rooting <clears throat> for him, Yeah. Taking care of the kid. It's like, whoa, gender swap. Nice. The roles are reversed, dude. Anyway, it's very clear that there's an affair <laughs> happening. And then tragedy strikes, and he dies. And the child. Which is sad. It's very sad. But they decide to do what happens in a lot of horror movies <laughs> where they decide that they're gonna get together and do, like essentially recreate old things to somehow convince a person who is in mourning that everything's fine now that's not how it works yeah it starts out pretty normal of just exactly the way it was advertised right it's just a bunch of girl women who are <laughs> they're adults yeah they're a bunch of women who are spelunking and they're just like cave exploring right but there's one woman who's definitely like super hype about all of that and she's very she's the one who was having the affair so she's definitely the person who's like i'm gonna repair everything yeah, trying to like by overcompensate. Yeah. yeah we're gonna discover this cave and i'm gonna name it after you and that's gonna totally fix the fact that i was cheat like stealing your husband and then he died yeah no that's not how it works lady anyway <laughs> sure? much to their surprise this woman uh essentially um tricked them 
because they're not in the cave that they thought they were, right? So uh-huh. they told authorities, like, or warned people, like, hey, we're in this cave, so if something happens, come to this cave. But it's not the cave they were in. So it's like, if you're going to trick your friends, totally fine. But at least send your own warning message out. Yeah, so that, like, somebody else can come and get you. Yeah. But she didn't want them to discover it. No, yeah. So I know. So dumb. And then I'm like, where's the map? She's like, there isn't one. I want us to survive. Like, find it. It's like, oh, my God. But then they see, like, signs that other people had been there. Yeah. But they just extra super died. Yeah. The other people? Yeah. Well, they don't really know. At first, they just see, like, pieces of, like, clearly this is, had been a cave expedition because there's, like, things in the ceiling. And oh, yeah. A path that's already kind of started. So they're like, oh, maybe someone did do it. But the idea is, like, this isn't named. So then they probably didn't make it out. Yeah. And it's like, why? <laughs> anyway. Well, you find out, so. Yeah, so apparently, uh, w- uh, not apparently, essentially what happens is that they <clears throat> encounter creatures that have are essentially humanoid And have been transformed through evolution to adapt to underground. So they're blind, but they have super hearing and have kind of like echolocation like bats. And they're like very white because they have never seen the sun. And they can climb on walls really proficiently. Yeah. Well, these creatures are, they're called crawlers and are apparently inspired by Nosferatu. Who's like the the ripoff of Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> in uh 1922 but the creatures um the crawlers the the women didn't know what those look like before like they were in the scene with them so that first oh scene where gosh. they see them that that's like genuine <clears throat> fear because they're like whoa like they knew there was like a monster of some sort but they didn't yeah. know it was that yeah and that popping up on them they were just like what that's crazy because i know like you know you're in a movie but like still it's like that alien scene where it popped yeah they didn't know that was gonna happen yeah gino is like is the character who's been like kind of orchestrating all this and she's like what's great about it is like we have one it's all women yeah all but the husband like like, the husband's the only male who has a speaking role, and only for a moment because he dies. So it's all yeah. women, and they're, like, pretty awesome. Like, one, yeah. they're, they're, they're able to spelunk and climb and, do, like, they already show, like, feats of strength in their ability to, like, hold themselves up while they're trying to, like, mark the ceiling and, like... Yeah. I don't know what the technical terms for things are because they don't climb things but they like stick their like rod thingies in the ceiling (laughs) and then they put the rope on them you guys know what i'm talking about but they do like all this cool stuff and then when they are fighting the monsters uh juno is just like fighting back and she tries to like get the girl even though she's gravely injured and just like starts like just screaming and tearing them apart and she's like so deranged and crazy that she accidentally stabs a friend yeah the friend like doesn't realize like how it happened yeah what what was kind of messed up is that she, like, does it, and then one doesn't explain herself yeah. at all. Like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was you. There's monsters. And then, yeah, and then just leaves her there to, yeah. like, die very slowly, and she doesn't. The monsters just take her down to the thing. Yeah, it's definitely, like, it's more about, like, them overcoming a lot of it like there's a whole like right before before we even get to the creatures like because there isn't a death until 54 minutes into the film yeah so yeah and then and then they're just dropping like flies they like die really quickly which is like i remember us being like whoa yeah (laughs) like oh everybody this one real quick (laughs) they spend a lot of time uh kind of just surviving the conditions of the cave like there's a part where like the one gets like stuck and that was scary yeah like her getting stuck, and like you can hear her panicking and like that's when you're gonna lose your breath and like hearing juno talk to her yeah going through yeah being like calm your breathing you're using less oxygen then we can figure it out but then like when they got her out they lost the 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 rope bag yeah, and then the one girl, her hands got all messed up because the rope cut it. And then the other girl thought she saw, like, an escape that was light, but it was really just, like, the rocks reflecting off of each other. And she falls into a giant hole and then breaks her leg real gross. Yeah, and then she didn't stand a chance. But it was, yeah. like, with the hand the hand thing, it was, like, a woman was holding the rope by the other one, like, taut so that the other one can uh, secure, like, a travel for them. But yeah. then... The she like essentially lost control of it, so then the rope like was 
flinging through her hands like really quickly and it just totally ripped through her hands yeah it was gross so there's lots of dangers in there that weren't just the monsters the monsters one thing about i thought was kind of cool is that the filmmakers thought it was actually too dangerous to film in a cave yeah that makes sense i mean yeah it would be dangerous yeah yeah. so it wasn't in columbia sorry cat it's okay. Uh, actually, they just built it all. That's a, t- a that's stage. stage. Yeah. Like, when you're looking at it, absolutely. It like, looks like what? a real cave. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know how they did that. I think what is one of the most interesting things about it is that there's two endings. Yeah. You told me that because the one we saw together yeah. was not the good ending. It was a stupid one. Yeah. It's and the then US you ending. saw the real one. Yeah. So the U.S. ending has uh, our main character... Sarah essentially fights her way and, like, deals with a lot of stuff, but she's in, like, fight or flight, and then she's in fight for sure. She makes it this, like, pile of skulls, and there's this light upon her. So she crawls her way out and through this, like, tiny hole on the side of this mountain. She runs to the truck. She gets into the truck. She's driving crazy on the road. She's, like, making it. It's just her. She's getting so far. She's drenched in blood. And then she pulls over after being, like, hysterical. Throws up out the window. And when she gets back in the car, she looks over. And Juno's there. But Juno is dead. Yeah. Right? So she, like, is hallucinating. And then it just cuts to black for the U.S. version. Which is super dumb. Which to to some degrees makes it kind of scary, too, in that, like, if she does survive, like, she has to deal with this trauma, right? Like, yeah. not only has she lost her husband and, and her kid. And then Juno might kid, have lived if she didn't stab her. Yeah. And, that, like, a lot of this happened and she, like, what, like she has to go and explain, like, what happened to her friends. And no one yeah. is going to believe her that there's creatures down there. Yeah. She's just going to be like, oh, they all got murdered. By who? I'm the only one who lived. Like, what are you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or even, like, worse, as if maybe she did murder them all like that's one of the the theories that the director kind of fancies is that this idea that she just kind of had a psychological break because like things go downward after she got trapped in that spot and then was like suffering from like claustrophobia so if it triggered like any kind of response in her she might have lashed out at them yeah she it's a really there's some really there's this like this really great uh, part where the whole thing is like you're not supposed to move because they can hear you yeah or you're not like you just don't make any sound so there's yeah. like this part where uh she's like on this rock and the viewer doesn't know but she sees or hears a creature so she immediately stops moving and just lays her head on the rock and then the creature comes up and like literally puts his hand on her head yeah. and is like perched on her looking around and she's just not moving and it's just like an absolutely phenomenal scene. Yeah, it's very stressful, but also like, whoa. Yeah, the way really it's so smooth. Really, yeah. yeah, it's so smooth. And so, like, and that's when you're like, wow, she's like really, she's got a handle on this. Like, she's, yeah, she's ready to it. go. She was made for this. <laughs> yeah. And so the UK ending has essentially that same similar scene, except that when it gets to the part where she sees Juno, it triggers her to wake up. And she has been in the cave still. Yeah, she hits her head before she starts to travel towards the light. Yeah, so essentially she just <clears throat> never got out. She never crawled her way out. And so she's just laying there and she sees, um, essentially hallucinates the birthday candles for her daughter's cake again. And when you look, it's like her flashlight going out. Uh, and so it's like the end is like she's stuck in there forever. And, the, and you can hear them like making their little clicky sounds coming after her. Which is what I saw. And so when I had Kat watch The Descent again, and it didn't, because ha- I was waiting. I was literally like trying not to just like stare at you while that scene was going to come. Because it's like, oh my God, it's going to come up. She's going to be disappointed just like me and just like traumatized. It's going to be great. And then it didn't happen. And I was so upset. I was like, that's, that's messed up. I had to go through that. Everyone should have to go through that. Um, we did another thing. Yeah, long time coming. Yeah. Because I played this a bunch. So I've played 106 hours of this game. That's absurd. I played maybe 12. I played 106. Maybe I played like 20. The game is called The Forest. Made in 2018, which is not true because it was early access for a while, but it was finalized in 2018. Uh, The game takes place on a remote heavily forested peninsula where the player character and his son Timmy are survivors of a plane trash plane crash not plane trash (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the director is Ben Falcone programmers Guillerme Karen 
And then the composer is me, Gabe Castro. <laughs> it's not me, but it's another Gabe Castro, which, which I is think just is funny. Weird. So the game begins with Eric LeBlanc sitting in an airplane with the son Timmy LeBlanc. And we know because his name is Timmy that he is going to die. Yeah, we've said that in ghoul history. Yeah. Uh, when the plane crashes on a remote, heavily forested peninsula, Eric and his son manage to survive the crash. But Eric watches helplessly as Timmy is kidnapped by a man in red war paint before falling unconscious. So, you know, when you wake up, you're on the plane and you're like, oh, wait, where's my son? Was that a dream or was that real life? Yeah. Um, and he has to go out and find his son. So you get like the plane manifest. Yeah, you get the manifest so you can see who was in there. Because all the other people are gone or dead. Yeah. And their suitcases are everywhere. And you find, um, I think, I don't remember what our first weapon is. It's a little, it's a, the plane axe. Okay, the plane axe, which is convenient. You get that, so you just start hacking at suitcases so you can get some cloth from people's clothing or if they got peels pills here uh you can get some medicine or food like granola bars whatever they had in there yeah lots of cloth lots of granola bars you get some watches batteries money Mm -hmm. um alcohol little alcohol bottles like the the plain alcohol bottles yeah Um, because this is like lost but there's no other survivors yeah purgatory no, exactly. So you're like kind of walking around and you're confused. And then suddenly a human-like... A wild cannibal appears. A <laughs> wild cannibal appears. But he like kind of looks like he's a people. Yeah. So you're like looking at him and you're like, oh, wait, what, what, what you going to do there, friend? Yeah. And he runs at you and you get all bloody. And he's like and screeching. And he's eating you and he's making scary screeching noises. And you definitely don't want to be his friend because he doesn't want to be your friend unless he wants you to be eaten. Unless unless you paint yourself red, and now you're best friends, and he bows to you. Yeah. So apparently the color red is like a thing for them. So if you if it's red, they like bow to you. It's really creepy. But it's like it's crazy. It's very surreal if you have no idea what's happening because you you're just like on a plane. All of a sudden crashes. You wake up. Your kid's taken by a scary guy. Then you're just walking around. You're like. Man, I gotta like build myself like this tree house, like made well, of sticks. Timmy has a forest survival guide. That's like a wilderness survival oh, yeah. guide, and then Which like you get some of that odd. stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you learn. It's stuff. like it's a video game. <laughs> yeah, but you explore and you find like evidence of the other sur- like not survivors. The other you find all the dead, victims. murdered. Yeah. Plane crashes some victims yeah. that are like hanging from things yeah. or literally mutilated and like have tennis balls coming out of their face. And like you, you build things like a, a lot, a big part of the game is like, you're just surviving. So you're learning how to build. You start with just like a bundle of sticks that you live in. Then you can build like, you can cut down trees so that you have like a whole house now, a cabin. You can build fires. You can build bonfires. You can build these weird um, effigies that are yeah. from like the body parts of the, <laughs> the cannibals so that they're, they stay away from you. Cause they're like, I guess it's like respect. They're like, mad respect, bro. You got like 10 heads on that. You killed our friends. But uh, (laughs) what I will say is like 100 hours of my gameplay was just building bases. Uh And then six hours of it maybe was Was beating the the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fun. And I think that's why people continue to play. Like they enjoy that it is kind of like open world and that you're like just kind of making the best of it. You did have a really cool like base with like a whole fence and like treehouse and yeah, like, we had a whole fun time of friendship <laughs> with you, me, and Will, and we had our whole fun friendship forest land time, mm-hmm. and then the giant baby monster murdered it, <laughs> and then we stopped playing. Yeah, well, so essentially what happens with the with the story is you, when you're done just trying to survive, and you're like, I actually do have to go find my kid, because <laughs> he was taken, so I probably should figure out what's going on with that. And the more days that you're out, the more intense and terrible the mutants the, get. Yeah, they get. So, and then what we mean by mutants <clears throat> is that you find, as you're exploring, you realize that, like, some of them have a lot of legs, like uh, Silent Hill style, or a bunch of arms or body parts or or giant babies or little babies that don't have legs so they slither on the ground yeah i mean one thing that's really cool about this game is that, like unlike some of its alternatives 
Um, it actually does have a story. So, like, yeah. you have a lot of, like, survival games that the whole point is the surviving. And that's fun, but there's no, like... Yeah, I want to know. I want to be motivated. No yeah. yeah, there's no, like, deeper plot. You know, you're not... Yeah. You can, if you want, just hang out with cannibals and just, like, build some structures and stuff. Or... You could go try to figure out what's going on with Timmy. Yeah, which means you end up having to go underground, which is why it is brought up in this section. So yeah, you have to go deep, deep in the caves, and I don't go down there because it scares me. Mm-hmm. It's super dark. You have to, like, get diving gear because you'll, at some points, have to go underwater to get through. Which is my actual biggest fear of all life. Yeah. I can't even do it in video games. I get so upset. Yeah, and, like, there's monsters, and they get even worse down there, um, but you do start to kind of piece things together and until you get to uh, the end, which is just crazy. And there's two endings. There's two different things that you can do um, based on the morality that you have, essentially. Uh, But you get to the bottom. It does come full circle, which I think is really interesting and kind of cool. Because, again, that separates it from, like, a generic travel game or survival game. Yeah, you actually have, like, a motivation. And also, it's just, like, you have all this thing where you gotta save your son. Yeah. You build a cabin on the beach for your son, man. Yeah, Yeah, but essentially, you go in, um, after you've traveled under there, and you get, like, the appropriate gear that you need, you find a key code pass thingy that gets you into this door that leads to this, like, underground bunker base, and you're, like, crawling all around. You find, like, a, a cafeteria... But you keep finding, like, all these references to, like, a girl. It's Megan Cross. So it's, like, this young child. So you see drawings. You see a school picture of her. You find out that her dad runs some business where they're, like, experimenting using artifacts that are supposed to bring people from the dead. But they have to use, like, child sacrifice. They're, like, splicing up people and making these weird monster creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And what was weird is, like, it doesn't give you too much details. I think, like... There's probably a way to find out all the details if you're, like, really searching throughout. Like, you've, like, written everything down and you're doing, yeah. like, research and stuff. Which I'm sure somebody has. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's also that, like, why are they cloning leg monsters? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, interesting. And what's, what it also seemed to suggest is that people were, like, giving their kids to this experiment. Yeah. And maybe didn't know that their kids were being turned into, like, monsters? Well, yeah, it's like, so yeah, something was going on, and essentially the guy who who ran the thing, Dr. Matthew Cross, um, he, his daughter Megan, was killed by an armsy, which yeah. is, like, the one with a lot of arms on it. And so in order to, like, essentially he's driven mad because she was murdered, right? And so he resorts to using the artifact to resurrect Megan. Um, and he, so he has to kidnap Timmy to use her, use him as the sacrifice. Cause it's like one body to use to put like the energy into the dead one. Yeah. Um, which is what you find out. Yeah. It doesn't go real well. Like pet cemetery. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. Essentially. And cause Megan ends up being really mutated and gross and she becomes this really. She murders her dad gross. with crayons. Yeah. She didn't murder her dad with crayons. When you like confront her, she just <clears throat> starts morphing into this creepy monster. It's really gross. It's like, you're the plain guy. Ooh. I got hands for my face. And then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. Yeah, and then that's not what you, you want your kids it. to look like. And then you, yeah. you murder her. Yeah. And so you find cool. there's like no real way to like save Timmy. Like you, you can't sacrifice yourself or any of that. So then you end up like getting to the top of like where this base is. So you're yeah. above looking. And there's this computer screen that essentially prompts you to activate some device that will essentially take a plane down. Just like yeah. yours. Where you could get a new baby to murder, to make yeah. your baby be alive. And then some other dad will we'll go have around to do and that. do the same thing. Yeah, so it's a vicious cycle. Or you go out and you destroy that. And then you're just living You're just living on the island all, all by yourself the cannibals. for forever. Yep, get yourself a nice cannibal Isolated wife. Isolated for forever. <laughs> yeah. Make some nice cannibal babies. Yep. Pay yourself for the They'll never know. She has like five vaginas. Join you... the cannibals, be cannibals too. Yeah. <laughs> or you take the play down and it just jumps to you have essentially 
stolen a kid and then revived Timmy, who's now twitchy and real creepy-like. And he gets all, like, twitchy-twitchy. And then later he's like, what's happened to me? Because he's getting all morphed and weird, and he's going to probably spread his disease, and now the world's cannibals. No, I think he goes back to the island, is my theory. I think... To figure out, like, what his dad did. Yeah. So it's Force 2. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, if you do the other one, it's still the Force 2. It's just the same guy's there now, and he has a cannibal wife and kids. Yeah. New Timmy. New Timmy. <laughs> If you like it, it's uh, our rock babies. We love them. We love them. We talk them in at night. Yeah. They are our family. Um, and then if you don't like it, <laughs> it's uh, new to me. Because Timmy's going to die. Yeah. So you get new Timmy, who's a cannibal boy with many appendages. Yeah. Because that's nice. I mean, it's, like, it's kind of like an upgrade. Oh, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. Why'd you eat your friend? <laughs> um, okay, so for the topic of isolation underground. I love my rock babies. Aw. You yeah. like isolation underground? I love them. No, I just like the topic. I thought it was fun. I yeah. like learning about it. I like to learn more about it. Not trying to go underground, though. Yeah. Trying to stay right up where I am. I wish some of those places were not expensive. And we're near where I was. Because I like to just, like, walk in one. Like, go into, like, an already discovered cave that I don't have to squeeze in. Like, if there's an area where it's, like, squeeze into this, I'd be like, mm-mm. Or you gotta, like, climb real hard. One, it's like, do you think this body is getting through a crevice? Curves. <laughs> yeah. These Curves don't fit through crevices. are not doing it. Uh, also, yeah, just like, nah. Like, I don't even think I'm claustrophobic, but if I was, like, underground in rocks, I'd be, I'd become claustrophobic. I would find yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like, I don't know if I'm claustrophobic, but I definitely don't like being enclosed. Like, I don't, like, feel like I can't move. I get real yeah. stressed. Ooh. So I guess I am claustrophobic, and I just, like, didn't know, really. I think it's just kind of, I think that's it. a natural thing. But, like, that whole scene where she's in there, and it's like, you can't move your arm, like, no. I would be no, I, no, equally no. panicking. I'd be like, there, I don't know if you'd be able to get me down. I think if someone else, that's the thing. I have, like, the anxiety, but it's, like, if someone else is more afraid than I am, then I immediately get, like, beefed up as protector. So, like, if I was, like, So we should not try to comfort you. She'd be like, oh, my God, get her in the hole! And then you'll be like, oh, God, yeah. no, I'm actually probably fine. It's yeah, fine. exactly. That's yeah. Ex if you guys were freaking out, if you weren't, like, breathe, remember to breathe, I'd be like, screw you, I'm dying. But if you were like, oh my god, I can't breathe because you're in there, I'd probably, one, get mad because I'd be like, listen, first off, this is about me. I'm the one who's trapped in here, okay? So I'm, doing the, I'm the one who can't breathe. Do. Yeah, and then I'd be like, also, stop panicking. I'm coming. I'm, I just got to wiggle my way out of here. Get these, these hips through this space. I don't know how I got myself in this mess. Crevices. <laughs> these curves and these crevices. What about the descent? My rock babies rock. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I liked it the first time I watched it. I understand why it's a cult classic. It is really good. And, like, another thing about it is, like, you have these, like, awesome women who are fighting, but, like, there's never any, like, romance. It yeah. doesn't get caught up in, like, the drama. Like, there's no sex, so there's never, like, this woman's going to die first. Like, they're all the final girl. They're all, and it's, like, it's all irrelevant. Like, the basic tropes for horror are just not there. This is just about, like, women surviving and, like, working their butt off to do that. Yeah. So it's it a little petty stars. at the end. Yeah, but, yeah. like, reasonably so. Yeah. Like, I feel like, one, you're going crazy. You're going through a lot. <laughs> then you watch, like, a friend die. Or you had to kill a friend because another friend tried to kill that friend and you didn't get all the deets. Yeah. And also, you find out that that friend had been, like, having an affair with your husband who's now dead. So there's a lot of levels to that that I can, I can get with. I can understand the snap that results in that. All right, how about the forest? I love the forest. I've done oh, yeah, 106 all hours. All the rock babies. I have all the rock babies, even though they're really cannibal babies in this instance. But I still love them because they're yeah. my rock children. Don't go outside. Isolate, Isolate yourself. yourself. So that this is the start of a series that's going to be going. Um, we're going to explore all the different places that you can be isolated and why it's probably not good for you to be in that place alone. 
or, or like, like with like three people or, or like, like people you don't know or like or trust yeah or like you shouldn't if be you do in know that them, place that you're just stuck and some it's places you just shouldn't be like you don't why do we need to be there just don't be there well, stay tuned for some really fun isolation things. We're going to talk about wilderness. Yeah. Being inside. Yeah. Talk about space. Yeah. And underwater. Uh. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. And remember, you can uh, shoot us an email at theghoulsnextdoor at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. And if you have any thoughts or if you want to ask us to do something, we yeah. appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Mateo for emailing us. That was cool, dude. Thanks. <laughs> so we, we, really we told a bunch of people it. you did it it's cool yeah i, I really like, appreciate it what <laughs> it was super cool um but definitely drop us a, a like and a share and a comment on itunes because apparently that's where it matters oh don't get married they'll eat your rock babies yeah it's sad <laughs> all right bye bye